Hey friends, this is Hannah Wedger, an agriculture teacher in St. Paul, Minnesota, land of 10,000 lakes. And I'm here to talk all things agriculture education related, curriculum, classroom management, FFA, career development events, SAEs, and whatever else you wanna hear about. It's basically me sharing chapters from my book of agriculture with all of you. So let's dig in. Good morning, friends. Well, it's morning for me. I'm recording, and this is Minivan Chronicles. Um, I was talking to my buddy, Sarah Nurslick, and she was like, you know what I need? I need more Minivan Chronicles. So, Sarah, ask and you shall receive. Um, and there's actually one thing that I was going to talk, or wanted to record an episode about, um, and I, I'm just, it's going to be personal, um, and just kind of sharing what I've experienced recently, um, and just being really honest and transparent, um, so, I think most of you know that I switched schools, so I went from more of an urban school, um, a suburban kind of rural school. I would say it's a rural suburban school. <laughs> um, and so there was a, a big transition there. Um, going from a one-person department to a two-person department. Urban to suburban. Huge school district. 66,000 students or 68,000 students to 3,000 students total in the district. Um, and so things just run a lot differently um and some things are done better and some things are done differently um and so I'll be honest friends like this transition was really difficult and it is continuing to be difficult um and I think there's a couple of different things that play into that like one I think it is just like an unfortunate time to switch positions because of the global pandemic that we are currently experiencing. Um, and I think that's just put a lot of strain on the school system um, for obvious reasons. And so I think that the leadership and even I think like other teachers and stuff like that at the school um there hasn't been like an overwhelming welcome I will say that um and not even that but like even the idea of like popping your head into someone else's room and just like introducing yourself and saying hi seems like people are hesitant to do that because of um because of COVID and the or their spaces um, and everybody's kind of handling it a little bit different so I think that teachers other teachers just want to be respectful of that and um, so that has been an interesting and difficult part to kind of process 
And I think that I was talking to someone else about this, and I think there's like this grieving process that I have been going through of like, I really liked my other school. I really enjoyed Like there was nothing that was like pushing me out of that school or making me want to switch positions. It was simply that like the new school that I'm at is closer to my home than the other school. Um, and so just thinking about having little kids and wanting to be able to be closer to them, especially when they start to go into school themselves and not at daycare and that sort of thing like just being closer seems to be like seem to be the right move for me um and so there's like the the grieving of like I really just miss my old co-workers I miss knowing like what the expectations are I miss um the feeling of like like I've already I already proved myself I already proved that I was a really great teacher at the other school and I feel like now at my new school like I'm kind of in that process of like having to prove that I am a good teacher which is a very interesting thing um so it's just kind of like this you know you're sad and I was mad and like did I make the right decision did I not make the right decision and up and up in the air for me friends like if I'm if I'm being completely honest I'm, I'm not sure um and I'm trying to keep things in perspective um and one of the things that has made it difficult is I think that the administration works very differently here than it did at my previous school um and so trying to navigate like communication and expectations um with administration during a pandemic where they, I, my perception is that they feel completely overwhelmed with like just dealing with COVID things. And so it's really hard. I, I feel helpless. Um, and I feel like that because I don't like, I don't feel like I have control over anything and I feel like the communication is really broken um and I feel there's another piece of like I don't know like I don't know a lot there at the new school um and so and I also feel like It's hard to find good time to be able to learn new things and new processes when everyone's just trying to like get through a school day during a pandemic. So this feeling of like helplessness has arised, which has been very frustrating to me because I want to take ownership of things and I want to like like, I have communicated my needs. Like, these are my needs. This, are, this is what my expectations are. These are my feelings about certain things. Um, and I don't, like, there hasn't been that communication line back. And so, I'm reading this book. And I know, like, on the outside, I feel like I've been like, yep, we can do this. Like, And I, I truly believe, like, 
we will get through this school year. It is very difficult, but that doesn't mean that I, like, that doesn't mean that I can't do it. I can do it. Like, we can do this, and that there are great things that have come out of it. Um, but I know, like, deep down that I have become, like, not that. So I was reading this book, and it's all about, um, your brain, and, um, like, how your brain processes things, and the person was talking about how they were in this situation where they felt really helpless, and it just became, like, this spiral, this downward spiral of thoughts, um, and then this is where I got gut punched, like, double over, percent me um as she was talking about like she felt really helpless in a situation and it was like a, a, a situation that she was in over a period of time and it was just like this very like helpless feeling where she didn't have control over anything everything that she was trying to do to gain control was not working like it it, it just wasn't wasn't happening and she was talking about how like then she had become very cynical in that in that position and she had become very like why are these people not making the decisions that I believe are correct this is like the down the downward spiral spiral of thoughts like cynicism will just suck you right in and I was like crap I literally have become so cynical like from even the summer into this new position and just like the the helplessness that I've been feeling has not just been helplessness but it has like spun into this pool of cynicism where you know I'm coming home and saying guess how many cases we have today not a surprise funny that football is practicing and we're in school and oh the cases have gone up I don't know why admin would make those decisions but I wouldn't and it's uh, it's so yucky to unpack right because like no one I'm not I don't want to set out to be that person like that's not my goal in life I don't want to be a like essentially it's a Debbie Downer right like you're being that person that's being a downer but it's not just for like the people around you it's for yourself too like I've felt so much weight because of like just the like teaching during a pandemic and um the being at a new school not knowing everything like communication frustrations like all of that has weighed really heavy on me and when I I like read this page like three or four times because I was like this is so this is where I'm at like this is where I'm at and my husband and I had a really great conversation and kind of unpacked it further which I think is so important like our brains need that kind of group thing to be able to like move through a thinking process like I truly believe that um and 
I believe it because that's how my brain works. Like, I need someone to be able to talk through something. And honestly, I need a couple of people and a couple of different perspectives in order to get through um, whatever it is. So, we talked about cynicism and he's like, I'm really happy that you read that because I was, I was seeing that in you, but I also wanted to, like... I didn't want to like remove that space for you to be able to vent but he was talking about how he felt like the like it had went from coming home and venting to like that next step of like coming home and venting and like but I know better than everyone else and I don't understand why everyone's not doing what I should what I think is the best mode of action and I think that like pulling that out too kind of I don't want to say put me in my place but like my job is not administration right like that's not my job um my job is to be teacher in the classroom right and so thinking about like that's what I can control and I can control as you know a, a decent amount of that. I can't control if we're distance learning or hybrid. Um, I can voice my opinions to school board and superintendent, the teacher union about that, but I, I don't necessarily have a direct voice on that. But what I do have is the content that I deliver it, how I deliver it, how I communicate with students and connect with students. And if I think about it, like some of my cynicism, I don't. I think some of that was like starting to become a parent to students and that's where I think it becomes a real issue is like they don't need that right like they don't need my like sarcastic comments about oh yeah we're going back to distance learning hmm interesting like they don't need that they ha I'm sure they had their own voices in um Honestly, they probably have other voices that are filling their heads. I, they need one less opinion. They don't need mine. <laughs> um, and so thinking about, like, where is that showing up as well? So the reason that I shared this with you is, one, because I don't... I, I really honestly believe in sharing, like, honestly what's happening because I think that sometimes social media paints a picture of like you know like the good things like we highlight the good things it's your highlight reel right and I think it's really important to acknowledge the real tough stuff that's happening as well and putting it out there um and and having that that conversation with others who might be in the similar situation and I don't know if others are I mean, just based on the school year, I feel like maybe others have been maybe not in the exact same spot, but maybe a, a place similar. And so now I feel like I've kind of gotten into that point of like rebuilding person. I, I don't know if that's the correct word either. Um, but um, just kind of trying to like, like that check myself. Like, is it necessary for me to pass this judgment? Was I, you know, why am I being so sarcastic about this? Like, what do I actually feel about this? And, you know, if it is a frustration with being 
being in hybrid or being in distance learning, like have you voiced that opinion to someone else? Like, have you emailed your superintendent? Have you emailed your, um, or talked to your school board? And then if you've done that, like if you've done that, that's all you can do. Like we don't have a choice in what we're doing. And I mean, quite honestly, like this is a really harsh reality is like, have a choice to make right and we can either show up and be really miserable in our jobs and that's the I will say that my whole entire job right now is not enjoyable but can I show up in a way that I enjoy being with my students and I enjoy the teaching part Yes, I can, I can choose to do that. Um, and I think it's just being really intentional with like how you show up with students. And I'll be honest, the other thing that I've been doing is like, I've been talking to students a lot about the growth mindset, right? And like what your brain wants and needs in order to learn and grow and just be like emotionally healthy. And I've been telling them about this stuff, but honestly, it's been like that repeat for myself of like, this, Hannah, this is what your brain needs, okay? So, um, and that might be something that you implement. Like, hey, you, this assignment, like, I noticed that you guys are really curious. Curiosity is so good for your brain because it helps you remember better. Your brain likes the novelty things, right? So just talking about those kind of things. And then I think it can help you know, when you're thinking about how can you get their brains engaged, your brain becomes engaged. And then all these great things happen. Your serotonin gets released and boosted. And I could go on, but I'm not the brain expert. That's Sarah Nurswick, so. <laughs> Anyways, I'm almost to school. I have a much shorter drive now. So that means shorter minivan chronicles but I hope that this helps someone who's out there I um, I want to be authentic in this space and real and it's a tough year like 100% hardest year of my career so far um, and so keeping that in mind as well and I I just know that you are showing up the best that you can in your classroom and I'm so proud of all of the agriculture teachers out there who are still 110% killing it um, and I just really am proud of our green and growing community that has just really stepped up, the up to the plate to help out one another one another and give each other ideas so that we really can come into the classroom with fresh ideas with excitement for our students so I hope you have a great day and we will chat soon bye-bye everybody You just finished listening to Ag with Miss Wedger, where I'm sharing chapters from my book of agriculture with each of you. I hope you enjoyed listening and learned a little bit more about our topic for today. 
Visit my Instagram at Mrs. Wedger to follow along on my daily journey as an agriculture teacher, a wife, and a mama of two. If you have any questions or ideas on topics you want me to dig in and cover, or if you, yeah you, want to be a guest, you can send me an email at agwithmisswedger at gmail.com. I hope you have a great week and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye everybody.